On the morning of April 15th, 1912, deep in the heart of the North Atlantic Ocean, and four days into her maiden voyage from Southampton to New York City, the largest passenger liner in service at the time, the Titanic, which had an estimated 2,224 people on board, struck an iceberg. Her sinking merely took two hours and 40 minutes and resulted in the deaths of more than 1,500 people. It was truly a terror on the Titanic. It's gonna be a good day If you go the right way You might die quickly or solve a mystery Welcome back to What Would Jerry Do? That's a Choose Your Own Adventure podcast. I'm Chad. And I'm Eric. And we're already getting today off on a good foot. That's the truth. On the right foot. Yeah. At least for me. Yeah, I think like my, yeah, my right foot's my good foot. Mm -hmm. My left foot's kind of not so great. Yeah, it's kind of like your gimp foot. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's what happens when you get older. Oh, so much to look forward to. It really is a... It's a, it's a real treat. Well, you know what? You could grow old, or you could die as a young person on a sinking ocean liner. Well, that's true. You know, there's always that fate. There's that, always that. That life could bestow upon you. Uh, that I escaped. Right? Yeah. <laughs> At least so far. So far. <laughs> you know, I've always thought, though, like, I know airplanes are, like, a big deal now, and, like, people just fly everywhere, but, right. like... I kind of think sometimes, like, how it was probably, like, it'd be kind of cool to, like, take a ship, mm. like, across the Atlantic Ocean. It you know be, what I mean? It would like, be kind of cool. Yeah. Like, I don't even feel like cruises do that. There's not, like, a cruise mm-hmm. liner that just goes from, right. like, Boston mm. to, like, Paris or right. something, you mm-hmm. know, or, yeah. like, London. You, fly, you can fly there. It's so you much, just fly it's so there. much Like, quicker. nobody would take, you know, a week-long boat right. ride. I would actually kind of be freaked out. I don't like being on the ocean in a big open space with only water beneath me. I don't know. I kind of have a fear of that. I don't like the ocean a whole lot. Uh, however... When I was a young lad, I was fascinated by the Titanic, and I watched documentary after documentary, uh, and my favorite was the guy who, like, found the wreckage of it, and uh-huh. then I took, you know, cameras down there, and I got to look at all the underwater footage of the wreck of the Titanic, and it was just so fascinating for my, like, eight-year-old brain. I loved it. Hold on. Just time out. Yeah. You were fascinated by... The Titanic. Right. You watched many a documentary on the Titanic. Yeah. But you have not seen, not seen, one of the greatest pieces of cinematic history that was ever released on a two VHS set. (laughs) Okay, first of all, that's like your opinion, man. In the opinion of many, many other people. Uh, uh, Perhaps so. Perhaps so, uh, but when, man, when I was younger, this is gonna sound really silly. My mom wouldn't let me watch it. Like, well, there's boobies in it. Well, actually, I don't think it was the boobies so much. It was like <laughs> the frozen people floating in the ocean. She, well, you know, that I had too. A, I had an active imagination, and I don't think that she thought I was ready for it at the time. 
But no, yeah, I have I haven't seen the movie. You're right. Just out me there, why don't you? For all of our listeners. Well, I'm about to make a ton of really, really great references. Okay. Well, I'm excited to let them go right over my head. And I hope you're all excited to hear them and probably get them because I'm I guess I'm probably one of like the few people who haven't seen that movie. Maybe. Well, I, I mean, know. there's probably a lot of people, like younger people, who like have never That's true. Yeah. Seen it. Yeah. Do you know one of the favorite things that I've done in recent years was I feel like it was the what it was probably like the hundredth year like hundred year anniversary of the sinking yeah. of the Titanic twenty twelve in twenty twelve mm-hmm. and so they did a special like re release of Titanic in the theaters oh and 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 it was in three D what. Yeah, they 3D'd it. Oh, of course it did because it's James Cameron. I, why yep. am I surprised? Yep, okay. James Cameron 3D'd yep. it with that, his that makes crazy sense. avatar tech. Yep. And and then I, me and my friends who also really love my friends uh, Kim and Jamie. Shout out. Shout out to Kim and Jamie. And that pink feet wine. And they'll know what that means. <laughs> and... Um, and we went and watched it in the theaters, and it was great. Did it the was 3D like just really enhance it for you? Like, did that make it even better? It did. And I almost wanted to make it, like, 4D. Mm. Like, bring a little, like, spray bottle with right. me. Or just, like, a bucket. <laughs> just dump it on yourself. Make it make sure it was ice, like, ice-cold like, bucket like, of water. Like, spray ice-cold water on Kim and Jamie <laughs> as the Titanic was going down. <laughs> yeah, you should have um, done it. That would have been the time, man. That would have been the time. So, anyway, today... Anyway. We're going to read uh, Choose Your Own Adventure number 24, uh, Terror on the Titanic, written by Jim Wallace. Jim Wallace. I don't know if we've read a book by Jim Wallace. It's not familiar. It kind of sounds familiar to me. Like, maybe one? Yeah, maybe one, but definitely not a lot. We'd have to go back in the archives and see. We would, yeah. We'd have to, to, you know, search through the... The old Cherrick episodes. Man, we're so old hat. Oh gosh, I bet yeah. like new hat, you know what I mean? But like we've been around. Like a while. we're the we're the classic hat that you always want to put on, no matter how old we get. Like like that fedora from the seventies that's like totally still in style. Yeah, or that like turtle hat. Mm-hmm. Turtle, turtle, turtle. <laughs> Just like that. Uh, okay, so should should we sink our feet into this story? Well, I see what you did there, yeah. sir. <laughs> and I, I went back to the old the, the feet thing too. I don't really yeah. know why, but you know, circling, hey. going full circle here. It's a callback. It's That's a classic right. classic humor yeah. technique. Yeah, look at the me. Callback. I know all the jokes. All right, well, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, without further ado, terror on the Titanic. Okay. Well, um, remember, you guys, I hope you've been listening the last couple podcasts. And remember how we were really happy with the last couple books because, like, we'd only have to read, like, a page, and then there was a choice, and then we'd get to make a choice, and then we'd, like, read one more page, and we'd get to make a choice, and that was really exciting and fun. Yeah, this time we read, like, 13 pages. It's, like, the exact opposite of that. And, uh, there's... I mean, there's a lot on of a detail scale in here. Of like one to Indiana Jones, like we're not quite to Indiana Jones. <laughs> that, that will live in infamy, won't it? Yeah, that one was the wordiest, slowest podcast ever. We had to do that one in two sittings, didn't we? 
we might yeah yeah I, i'm pretty sure it took or us it was, like or it was just like <laughs> it took us two sittings to like record the one episode no yeah that, yeah it yeah. was just one episode but we had to like stop <laughs> because we couldn't take it anymore so anyway um we'll try to sum up all the information that we read i feel like a lot of it is Probably well, not useful, but let me give it a shot. Yeah, so like they described a lot of the Titanic, which we don't need to go into that detail. You yeah, all like, know what it looked like, like. Like Google it, yeah. you know what I mean? You know, like Google picture smoke of the Titanic. Really nice, luxurious, had all these fancy things in it. So the most important thing is the people that we're meeting on our journey. Yeah, so we were in London... Taking classical piano lessons. Yes, we're a pianist. Studying piano, classical piano, um, in London. With our father was there as well. He runs an import export business. Yes. Um, he stayed in London and sent us back to the states uh, with his business partner Andrew. We don't like Andrew. We don't like Andrew because. There was a little funny business with some, like, Buddha statues that kind of rubbed us the wrong way. And I feel like these Buddha statues might be important. So they, like, yes. imported these from a trader from Siam, and they thought they were solid gold statues. But turned out the statues were lead, painted with gold leaf. And our dad was, like, super pissed. But, like, Andrew didn't seem to be quite as pissed. And I feel like these statues are going to come around again, maybe. Perhaps. Um, anyway, also, other yeah. people we met. A man, an Englishman named Mr. Stites, mm-hmm. um, who has a daughter named Jessica. Yes. Who, uh, he kind of, um, like, courted us. Like, he... He, he was just kind of like... made sure that we kind of got like, together. Like, oh, you would like my daughter Jessica. You guys should hang out together on this voyage. You would find her very agreeable. Yeah. I think is what he said. Very agreeable. Yeah, so agreeable. And then there was like, like a wink, 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 wink <laughs> d- double wink, blinky blink. Um, then there was a Scottish man. Or a was sc- he there was no, it was a Scotsman. Okay. Yeah. Scotsman. Uh, we didn't get his name. Yeah, but he was super skeptical, right? And a little bit of foreshadowing. He was skeptical about the Titanic and like that we almost hit this other ship going out of the harbor at the beginning of the voyage. And he was like, "Well, that's a bad omen." And, you know, then somebody was like, this ship's unsinkable, of course, yeah, that because that's Mr. what Stites. everybody thought yeah. at the time. Uh, <laughs> so, we met those dudes. I don't know if we'll encounter them again. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but, yeah, so we met them. We encountered his daughter, Jessica. We've been hanging out with her a lot on the voyage so far. Yeah, so we're like three days into the voyage, probably-ish. I think it... Like two days, two, it, three it's, days. It's Sunday night, right? Uh, maybe I mean that's when it sinks, but I, is it Sunday night now? Well, didn't you say that? Didn't didn't you I don't read remember. That I read so many words. I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> well, here, just uh, okay. So we we went to the macaroni room, also the Radio Shack. Yeah, let's just call it the Radio Shack. Right. And that's that's two things that sank. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'm trying to go back and... Anyway, it doesn't really matter. We're probably going to sink soon. Yeah, um, we're a few days into it because we've already stopped in Ireland and picked up some guys. Yeah. Anyway, so we're hanging out with Jess, playing some cards, and mm-hmm. she gets kind of bored. Yeah, she's kind of... She's a little snobby, and she and gets just bored. Just a little bit. And, and she, Oh, she's super into science. Right, yes. And she also plays the violin. She plays the violin. So, like, we have music to, to talk about, but we've been whooping her at gin rummy. 
Clearly. So she's tired of it, and so we're like, let's go check out the macaroni room, a.k.a. the Radio Shack. And then we do, and we're listening in. Yeah, so there's a guy there, and he's, like, on the telegraph. Oh, and Jessica knows uh, she learned Morse code because her yes. dad dared her and said she couldn't, and so she did and it so to she prove learned him wrong. It. Yeah. And so he's, like, tapping away on the telegraph, and um, and she's, like, you know, yeah. listening. She's listening in, and then this dude, like, shoes us out because he gets this, like, private message which she relays to us. I don't know if it's going to be very important. Could be. Uh, something about meeting Wednesday at noon at the Waldorf Astoria. Uh, and then it got flushed and then pushed us out. And then also she said something about being surrounded by ice. And this is a different ship sending this information to us. And so we get excited. We're like, icebergs, maybe we're coming into an ice field. Let's go on deck, check it out, see what's up. And Jessica's like, oh, I don't want to. It's going to be cold. Let's go eat some, you know, pastries from my baker friend down in the kitchen. And we're like, ah, oh, come on. Let's go up to the deck and see some icebergs. I'm going to go get my binoculars. Uh, so we go back down to our room, which is on the B deck, and we head in for our binoculars. And Andrew's in there talking to this guy named Oscar Kilpatrick, who is a friend of Andrew's. and We don't like him either. And we Ugh. hear them say something like, it's the safest there, I tell you. No one will think of a car's frame. And then they stop talking once we enter and grab our binoculars. We're like, hey, sorry, just needed to get these. And then we leave, right? And we're headed up to the deck to see Jessica. But we, we can't stop thinking about what they were talking about. We're like, what's in the frame of Andrew's car? Like, what could be there? Safe from what? And Andrew has a Rolls Royce, right? So, like, that's a nice car. A brand new Rolls Royce. Brand new Rolls Royce. Uh, down... I feel like that's important. That's Recent, true. You know, like... True. Yes. Recently purchased. Recently acquired. Uh, and it's on G deck near the bow, and we're headed that way. So after towards, all, we're heading towards the bow. Yes. To like meet Jessica to, to, to look like, at the icebergs. Look at the icebergs. Totes. Uh, here's our decision. <laughs> if we go to meet Jessica with the binoculars, turn to page twelve. If we postpone meeting Jessica to explore Andrew's car, turn to page forty-two. Uh, again, we don't really know what information in all of these pages is going to be important to us, but... I feel like different pieces could probably be important. Different storylines. Depending lines. on different Absolutely. Story so we yeah. tried to cover everything here. It's a lot of setup. So yeah, for sorry like, if that was super long, you guys. Probably three or four different storylines. We were sitting here for lines. 15 minutes. Um, chat. We're at the choice. Yeah, we are. What are you thinking? I'm thinking, like, we've been hanging out with Jessica for, like, three days. She's kind of snobby, too. She's a little snobby. I don't, you know, this whole, like, I guess the one thing that I've really keyed in on more in, in all the pages that we read is, like, this whole thing with not trusting our dad's business partner, Andrew. Mm -hmm. And, like, those Buddha statues and now this business with the car. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like something shady's going on there. So we should check it out. And, yeah, you know, and, like, if there was, like, I feel like we would want to do that to, like, help our dad out if his business partner was, like, trying to put one over on our dad. Right. Agreed. By, like, 
hiding the real gold Buddha statues in his car and mm. like mm -hmm. switching in mm -hmm. the fake ones so he could go to New York City without Andrew and like without our and dad like, and make a bunch of money. Own, yeah. I mean, I'm in. I'm more curious to know what's in his car versus like staying up top again with Jessica and the binoculars. Jessica's cool, but I do think that we would care more about our dad than like hanging out with her at this point. I mean, she is very agreeable though. She, I mean, she's totally agreeable and she might be a little pissed that we took like a detour before going up there to meet her. But you know, like worst case scenario, you know, we get slapped and then we hand her the binoculars and then she's <laughs> bedazzled with the icebergs and you know, all that kind of stuff. And then we go get bread afterwards and it's fine. Yeah, at the baker's. Yeah. I mean, we're stuck with her for like another week anyway, or whatever, however long it's going to take us. Or to like get to four York hours City. until the boat sinks. Well, I, yeah, we don't know that yet, Oh, Chad. sure. Right. Except we do, because we're thought-time traveling really, warlock. Except but, for that part. You know, it's fine, and, well, I, I mean, I guess thinking about that, do we want to be trapped on G-deck, where the cars are at, or do we want to be on top, on, on deck, when this happens? Well, okay, so... I mean, clearly everybody's done their Titanic research. Uh, the iceberg, I be, I think, struck down on G deck and it was, punched yeah, it Morris was, hole it was size. Close, yeah, you know, like Morris code, like punched holes in the side of the hole and <laughs> like kind of, you know, that's what it kind of looked like. And and it, I think it flooded the bow of the ship first. Well, yeah, the bow definitely went down, yeah, before the stern, because the stern went up in the air, fell apart, fell, yeah, and then yeah, crashed so. into the ocean. Uh, do you want to chance fate? Kind of. Me too, man. I, I mean, mean, I'm more, like, if, if we... If Kate Winslet can make it out... We can. We can make it yeah. out. And, like, if... Like, okay, so we don't know that that's going to happen, we would go check out this car. Yeah. Oh, totally. For sure. I mean, if we, so we knew that the that. ship was going to be at the bottom of the ocean, I don't care it's in the car. Right. It's not like he's going to drive it out of here. Right. And also, if we knew the ship was going to be at the bottom of the ocean, I would have never gotten on that stupid yeah, thing. Yeah, also true. <laughs> so, now, let's go... Yeah. Um, well, also, it's page 42. I mean, that's ooh. life and the meaning yeah. of everything. So, yeah. I think we should follow that. I agree. Let's, okay. Let's do that. 42. Oh, crap. We're in for it now, Chad. Yeah, well, I think we knew this was going to happen. Uh, yes, you're right. But uh, before we get to the disastrous part of this sequence, let's start from the beginning. Okay. So we sneak down into the car hold area, right? Yeah. We go down this metal circular staircase... And we find this uh, shiny black Rolls Royce, you know, tied down with some large rope uh, onto the G deck. And so we're like looking around. It's pretty dark in this hold area, but, and we're the only one there. So we like find uh, this like bit in the back of this pipe, essentially. Like it's made of a bunch of pipe, this Rolls Royce. And uh, we pull, like, the end off of one of them. I think it's, like, the runner along the side of the car is, what, is I, I guess, what it was. Sure. I think, yeah. Um, and so we pull off this, like, end cap, and we light a match, and we were able to peer inside, and we see some, like, rectangular um, blocks 
which look like they're kind of free from the rest of the car. Yeah, like covered. Yeah, like in wrapped like in something. Cloth or yeah. something. And our match goes out, but we're like, huh, something's definitely in there. So we like get a hook and we pull it out from its hiding spot and it thunks onto the ground. And we light another match and it's gold. It's a gold ingot. Ingot. And Chad. Gold! And yeah, that's what we say. Gold! It's a gold ingot! And Chad here can tell you what an ingot is. It's just a bar. It's just a bar of gold. Like, you know, like all the gold bars like you see in movies. For and sure. Stuff. But I, I had no idea that it was called an ingot. Yeah. That's, I mean, I learned something. I've learned so many things today from Chad. You guys have no idea how smart this guy is, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, we're surprised, right? I mean, we're surprised, but not surprised because we knew Andrew was a sketchy dude. Right. And I'd also like to point out that Chad called this. <laughs> uh, Andrew apparently swapped out those Buddha we, statues. We infer, uh, like, we... This is true. Yeah, this, this is us kind assume. of... Assume. Yeah, we assume that he swapped out these Buddha statues, melted the real ones down into bars, or ingots, <laughs> and then, uh, you know... Why gave, don't we make that our word of the day? It is the word of the day. Ingot. Everyone say it with us. Ingot. Marvelous. Okay. And uh, so, you know, we think that Andrew is definitely pulling a fast one over on our dad. And he's going to plan to, you know, like sell these gold bars in America. Uh, but there's nothing we can really do it about, like, we can really do about it right now. So we put the gold bar back in its spot. And we put the end cap back on. And we think we hear someone approaching. So we, like, squ quickly scurry under the car. Uh, but no one comes. But then... But then, folks, there's a loud, deafening noise and a shockwave that reverberates through the car hold. And it's like, bring! And it's like the sound of a huge steel vault door banging shut. And the shuddering vibration of it lifts the car body, like, ab above us. Like, the car actually comes off of the ground. Whoa. Crap, did it land on us? Uh, no. Thankfully, like, we scream and we cover our head because we're totally terrified that this car is going to crash on top of us. Uh, but it settles back without touching us. And then we feel foolish. And uh, we run up to the stairwell that we came from. And we're like, what's going on? Did the Titanic hit something? Oh, my goodness. And uh, we know the sound came from below us, so we feel the urge to go down and check it out. Sure. I and would. so we descend to the bottom of the stairwell... And there's a sign that reads, like, Fireman's Passage, Crew Only, but we don't care about that. No, you just go in the door. Yeah. Is it locked? So, no. so we open the door, and we hear a hissing and gurgling, and we're like, it's water! And a man is running toward us, and then foaming green seawater is rising above the walkway, and this man comes running at us, and he's shouting, she's taking water, clear back to number five boiler room. We're gone, or mate, better clear out. And so we run up the stairs after him. We, we let him pass us. And we run up after him. And at the car hold door, we hesitate. And we think, the gold. Should we save it? Should we save the gold? Or should we go up to the deck? So that's our choice. If we open the car hold door and try to salvage the gold, turn to page 41. If we continue up the stairs to the well deck to find Jessica and see what's happening up there, turn to page 46. Chad. Yeah. How important is this gold to you, man? Well, you know, 
Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What are we... What are we going to do with it? Okay. You're, like, you're getting too far ahead of yourself. No, I mean... Right now. Like, right. No. Each I, gold bar weighs, like... I don't know, like seven pounds. Right. For one bar. Right. And are we just going to, like, carry it as we try to escape, like, a sinking ship? Okay. See, you're getting ahead of yourself. Okay, pretend we don't know that the ship is going to sink, right? Okay, fine. Because, first of all, the Titanic was built with, like... Doors that were supposed to shut and like these yeah. um, tanks essentially mm-hmm. that were able to lock themselves off from the other tanks. So if something like this happened, they would be able to contain the problem. Yeah, but the problem is they didn't take the bulkheads all the way up to a deck. Okay, well, you're right, but we're not a ship engineer <laughs> and we don't, we're just a kid, okay? We're just a kid and we're thinking, we're thinking. This these gold bars are proof that Andrew is a shoddy partner for our father. Sure. So we're still thinking like this is our proof. Like this is what we need to get back to show our father or something to confront Andrew to show him this and to show him that we know what's going on and to show him that he's a terrible person and that we hate his guts and like maybe we can stash them somewhere else and then like slowly Take the, I don't know what we're going to... Okay, to be honest, I have no idea what we're going to do with these gold bars, Chad. But. One, we know they're in the car. Yeah. Right? We do. We saw them. And so we know where they are. True. Andrew is not going to take them out of the car. Also it's true. how he's smuggling them into New York City. True. Okay. So what you're saying is they're safe. So right? we... They're safe. Yeah. They don't need to go anywhere. If, if our so. point is... To prove Andrew's guilt. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to move them. I don't feel like we need to move them. I see your point. Even if we assume that the ship is unsinkable and the entire front section goes underwater, the fact that these gold bars are in the car won't change by that. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking that if Andrew hadn't smuggled these gold bars that weigh so much onto this Titanic, it probably wouldn't have even sank. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. You know, it was all Andrew's gold it's bars like the, the straw. that made the bow sink quicker the straw and that broke killed the camel's back. half of the people on the Titanic. It wasn't the fact that the entire ship was full of water. No. Mm-mm. No. I don't know. This is all Andrew's Could've fault. Could have floated. Could have. Um, so, okay. I mean, even taking your kind of point into account. It still seems kind of frivolous. I think it does. Like, yeah. I, I mean, for you sure. You know, if we were trying to save them to get rich, like, we can't carry them if the ship sinks. True. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. if we're trying to run and escape the front of the ship that's going underwater, that we know is going underwater, yeah, we probably wouldn't take the time, nor would we want to, like weigh ourselves down by carrying like you know 20 pounds of gold yeah that's a good point you know yeah and i think part of us would be kind of concerned about jessica like a little bit we could kind of leave her up there on the bow of her ship by herself yeah that's true 
And she might be freaking out at this point. Okay, I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I think, I mean, honestly, yeah, going after the gold bar seems like a really stupid thing to do right now. I mean, it, it just kind of seems like, and then you drown. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, your greed kills you, or whatever. They close the bulkhead doors. You're done for. And you drown with the gold in your arms. Which doesn't really make this a great choice. Like, I feel like there could have been a better choice to make right here than to go back for the gold bars. But anyway... We're not going to go back for the gold, for the gold ingots. We're going to go to page 46 and go up to the top and find Jessica. Okay. This has been an interesting couple of pages. So, apparently nobody's really panicked right now. Like, nope. on our way up to meet Jessica, a couple of, like, work, like, ship people, crew members, crew members run by... And they're like, that iceberg was as tall as the ship. And then everyone's like, lucky we just nicked it. And we think, yeah, <laughs> lucky, you're in for a surprise. Like, we're taking on water. Uh, and so we get up and we find Jessica. And she's up top on the deck playing soccer with a chunk of ice with other kids. And she kicks a big chunk of ice to us. And she's like, where have you been? Where's the binoculars? What's going on? And then we tell her, you know, we left the binoculars down below. We found these gold bars and Andrew's Rolls Royce. What are we going to do about it? And Jessica's like, gold? Oh gold. my gosh. We, like, I want to see it. And we're like, well, you know, yeah, but I don't want to draw attention to ourselves. Ideally, I'd like to get it back to my father and show him or at least let him know that Andrew's cheating him. And, you know, but we don't want to draw attention to Andrew or Oscar. Like, we don't want to be suspicious. And also, like, this iceberg hit seems kind of serious. Why has the Titanic stopped? Like, the engines are, are have stopped. And, like, steam's billowing out of the pipes. Yeah, and it's really ominous. <coughs> and the Titanic, like, like the, the ship is clearly motionless, right? Like, passengers are up on the promenade deck, walking arm in arm, and laughing and pointing at the ice. And, you know, no one's taking it seriously, but we're, we're a little bit worried, right? And, uh, yeah, the roar of the escaping steam from the smokestacks sounds real ominous, as though the ship were in pain. And what are we going to do, Chad? What are we going to do? Uh, if Why we... didn't... Go ahead, well, okay. read the choices, right. yeah. and then I'm If we return to the car with Jessica to show her the bars of gold, turn to page 45. If we ask Jessica to explore aft along the passenger decks with us, we turn to page 52. Why why didn't we tell Jessica, we're like, uh, yeah, but the ship's, you know, sinking. Well, again, like, nobody else seems worried. Should we really be that worried? Yeah. Nobody else saw H deck full of water. Also, that guy running past us did say that we're, like, done for. Basically. Yeah. Seems like we have some conflicting info. Truth. But we don't seem that panicked about it either. Yeah, we're like, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it'd be good to go down and get the gold. And I mean, honestly, there's a lot of me that wants to go back down oh, to the guy. Oh, no, there is. There is. I want to go back. Like, now Jessica's here and we can show her that there's gold in there and she wants to see it. And why the heck not? Because I don't even understand. Like, we didn't even talk about going down the passenger deck to explore aft. Like, what are we going to do? Why are we exploring the aft passenger decks? Because this ship is sinking 
like she's a science geek doesn't she know that like 97 percent of an iceberg is underwater and if the three percent that they saw was taller than the ship that there was something to be concerned about apparently not i mean even i know that and i'm a dummy you're not a dummy i just told everyone how smart you were <laughs> i'm the dummy no you're not all right, you got well, street smarts. Look, we've we've now evaluated each other, and neither of us are dummies. So we should go down and get the gold. I mean, if you want to, I guess it seem it, it's a foolish decision. I'll just admit it up front. It might make for an exciting story. I mean, it seems a little bit more exciting than exploring the passenger decks. That's what you're going for here. I'm I'm game, I guess. Yeah, because you seem a little hesitant over there. Well, because, I mean, it's just like, go back down to where the water's rushing in, okay. <laughs> like. <laughs> okay, granted, it's not the smartest choice to you make. You know, like, oh, but hey, no the matter, filling up look, with water. No matter oh. what, we're on a sinking ship, man. Like, let's go, let's go back to the exact place where we saw the water. Like, ten minutes ago. I'm um, sure it's fine. Okay, first of all, it was five minutes ago. And second of all, that was on a deck below the car hold. How big do you feel like... How tall do you think these decks are? It's a ginormous ship! They're at least the ten feet. Sure. And that was like two decks below deck G. The whole ship sinks in two hours. We don't know that. And it was two hours and forty minutes. <laughs> It's only been seven. <laughs> we have so much time. Oh, fine. <laughs> Do you really want to go down to the car with Jessica? Yeah. Hey, uh, at least if we die, we die along with Jessica and the gold bricks, man. It's not a bad way to go. All right, let's, let's give it a try. Admittedly, that was a bad choice. I, I really thought there was like a 50-50 chance we were going to make it to another decision. Uh, that didn't happen. Guys, it didn't happen. Yeah. However... <laughs> Sorry, this music... <laughs> we... We did not die selfishly, I would like to point out. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> oh, the sweet, sweet melody. Okay. Uh, yeah, Chad, let them know of our heroics. So we go back down to G-Deck, which at this point is partly underwater. And, and instead of immediately turning around... Yeah. We start to wade into the water with Jessica to see if we can get to the car. Naturally, yeah. And the door won't open, and then there, a postal clerk runs by, and he says, Hey, you two, help us with the mail. And so they have all these mail sacks, and they're trying to get them up to a deck that's mm -hmm. not wet, right? Right. Um, and so we grab a few mail sacks, and we carry them up to F deck. Um... And then we head back down to G-Deck to grab the last couple sacks. Yeah. 
There's with, like with one Jessica. big one in the back that we can grab for sure. Yeah. Um, that's still dry. And so we grab the sack, and just as we do, we hear a large cracking sound. And and the like yeah the, and the, the ship the, the the bow like sinks forward immensely like dra- like rapidly yeah and a huge wall of water pours onto G deck slams the door shut and um, and traps us like and like the postal bag falls on top of us slams into the door like a desk falls on us yeah. and like slams the door shut and we're just. And and we drown. I mean, we we spend our last moments reaching out, yeah. searching for Jessica like, yeah. or a postal worker, anyone, anyone, anyone to help us that can save us from the cold, cold heart of the sea. But no one can. The end. And we're dead. <laughs> so great choice, Eric. Ah, uh, thanks, man. Thanks. Really. Uh, okay, but I bet if we go back to the other choice where we go down to the car hole to get the gold, that will survive. <laughs> Just saying. Because that was five minutes ago. That was five, yeah, underwater solid then. five minutes ago. We could grab the gold without Jessica and make it up. I'm only going to let you do this. That was the only time I'm going to let you do oh, this. Oh, come on. You know you know. there's a better chance we're going to make it out the other time. Earlier time. Yeah, so like there was on um, this time, time like 70% chance we died. And like maybe 40% Yeah. the time before. It's a solid 60% chance that we're going to live, man. Well, you consider... Your life choices. <laughs> Let me just remind our listeners about a few things. Uh, okay, I'm going to really think about my life choices, Chad. Like, really spend the next 30 seconds, like, getting deep. Okay, okay. About what you actually want to do here. Okay. There's only, like, two options. Ah, uh, crap. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, thanks again so much, you guys, for, for listening. Um, we really appreciate, 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 appreciate. you guys, appreciate. like, appreciate. That's, yeah, that's tuning in, um, you know, every time we put one of these out there and, and we really like seeing all the, you know, all our stats and downloads and it makes us happy. So, um, if you want to uh, follow us on Facebook, you can follow, check us out there, uh, facebook.com slash cherrypodcast. <laughs> um, you can also follow us on Twitter at cherrypodcast, or if you'd like to shoot us an email, um, you could do that at cherrypodcast at gmail.com. And hopefully soon we will have uh, some other new nifty internet interwebs things hmm. on the line oh, we got a few things in the works so um anyway that's that's my bit and uh eric you've had a <laughs> chance to review our past choices um so y'all don't know this but every time we make a choice chad writes it down and we have like this working diagram with lines going like, to like the a choices flow chart. we make yeah it's a flow chart and uh <laughs> for the last choice Chad wrote, you know, like, go to the car with Jess, page 45, and page 52, go aft and live, is what he wrote down. (laughs) I found that particularly humorous. Uh, So, uh, look, okay, we should either go aft and live, okay, or we should make our first choice differently. Instead of going to the car, we should just go meet Jessica with our binoculars. 
Okay. Like, since you don't want to go get the gold the first time, those are the two options that we have. So we can either go to the back of the ship yes. and have a greater chance of living for another few hours. Yeah. Possibly the rest of our life if we make it onto a lifeboat. Possibly. And onto, what, oh, what was the name of the ship that came to rescue them? I got no idea. Oh, I'm going to think of it, you guys. Just give me a little bit of time. I'm going to look it up. Give no, me, don't. Give no, me don't minute. look it up. I want to remember it. Okay, well, you remember it, and I'll look it up to make sure you're right. Okay. Um. So, like, here's here's really what this choice comes down to. If we go up to meet Jessica with the other kids. I just feel like we're going to see the boat hit the iceberg, and we're probably going to be in, like, a really similar spot as we would be if we just weren't aft. The only difference is if we go aft and live at page 52, we've seen firsthand that there's water rushing into the boat. Right. Versus being up there beforehand and being like the rest of the passengers. And like, kind like of naive. Oh, ho, ho, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. let's just play soccer with this ice chunk. Sure. Like, you know, like Leo knew when we hit that iceberg, like, Bad stuff was going down. Like, everybody else was blissfully aware, but not Jack. You know what I mean? Jack had... He had street smarts. Like, he knew that something bad was happening. I know exactly what you mean. Right? No. Because <sighs> you didn't watch the movie. True. But I trust you, and I trust Jack, and I trust Leo. So, like, I think that we should go to page 52. We should go aft and live. With the street smarts... And the knowledge that water is rushing in to the ship. And it's like cold, icy ocean water that feels like a million daggers stabbing you in the chest. Ooh, great, great visual image there. Or like, that's also a quote from James Cameron's Titanic. That's at least like the second time that Chad said something that I thought was really like awesome and great. And that's actually from that darn movie. That's because the movie's awesome and great. Okay, well, whatever. I, I would rather it be an original Chad quote, but it's fine. I've seen that movie too many times. It's just, it's like a family favorite, yeah, I guess. you've seen it in 2D and in 3D. Yeah, and I've seen it in 2D, like, not even kidding, I'm probably a hundred times. Oh my god. Yeah. How many hours of your life is that? 300 hours. Jeez. Uh, somewhere in there. The movie's like three that's, hours that's long. It's a long movie, man. I mean, I guess I can't judge you too much. I've rewatched many things many times. So, whatever. It's like one of those, like, whenever, like, at home, if you're, if I'm at home for, like, a holiday or whenever, and, like, Titanic is on the TV, mm. like, we just watch it. Mm. Like, it's mm -hmm. just one of those, like, hey, if it's on. You watch it. I guess we're watching until the end of Titanic now. <laughs> Just happening. And like we crack jokes about it all the time. Ah, the jokes. All the Titanic jokes. Okay, so we're going to page 52? We're going to go to page 52. Okay, guys, we're going to go aft and live. According to Chad, anyway. This is a good choice. Yeah, I mean, yes. I'm excited. Catch okay. us up, Chad. Okay. So I, uh, I ran away to use the facilities. Missed half of it. So I'm with you all here. What's going on? Let me tell you. So we 
fill Jessica in on the fact that the ship is taking on water. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we said it's too risky to go down to the car to get the gold. Oh, how wise of us. Because there's water taking, you know, coming into the ship. That's a good choice. Um, and so we talked to her and, and we decided that we need to go warn our families. So we're heading aft towards Jessica's cabin. Mm-hmm. She's heading to her cabin to warn her family. We stop in Andrew's cabin to warn Andrew. I mean, we should have just let him die, but yeah, we're too nice. Probably, yeah. So we wake him up, and we're like, Andrew, Andrew, we hit an iceberg, the ship's sinking. And he was like, the ship can't sink, it's made to be unsinkable. And we're like, great, thanks for wasting our time. And then we start to think, like, you know, everybody says the ship's unsinkable, but that guy that we saw down in the engine room who said that the ship was going down, he's probably the one who's right here. Yeah. Um, And... And so, you know, we told him, you know, like, we told Andrew, like, go check with our steward to see if you can find out anything. And we're like, I'm going to go to try to find out more information. So we decide that maybe at this point it would be best if we just go to the bridge of the ship. Which people aren't really allowed to do, but we're like, this seems really important and like, they probably know that the ship is sinking, but, like, what if they don't? Hmm. You know, so we, like, head up there, and we sneak up there to the bridge on top of the boat deck. Um, that's also where the radio shack was, if you remember mm-hmm. that we were at mm-hmm. earlier. Um, and so we peer into the half-open window of the bridge, and we see Captain Smith, and we see another man, and they're looking at blueprints, and... And the other man with Captain Smith gives, he says, she's definitely going down. I give her an hour, an hour and a half tops. And the captain orders the lifeboats to be readied, at which point the engineer says, we only have room for a thousand people on the lifeboats. There are over 2,000 people on board classic blunder man well they were too worried about appearances and crowding the rich people on a deck to add the second row of lifeboats well they all like thought they she should've. was unsinkable man well they should have built the bulkheads all the way to the top and maybe she would have been cheers to that so anyway um so now we're kind of freaked out now we're kind of freaked out. Like, for reals freaked out. Like, oh crap, the captain <laughs> says we're going to go down. So this man that's with the captain, he always seemed familiar. And then we remember who he is. Hmm. And he's the ship's engineer. Mm-hmm. And we remember that we took a tour with him when we got on the ship. And we remember his workshop. And there was a lot of, like, wood and ropes and barrels in his workshop. And we think, okay, in an hour, we could probably build a pretty decent raft mm-hmm. in an hour. Right? Because there's not enough lifeboats. And so we're like, we could probably build a pretty solid raft in an hour. And so we, like, run down to Jessica's cabin to get Jessica to, like, go build this raft. Yeah. And she's not there. Missing. Gone. 
And so we're like, well, shoot. So now we're torn. Like, should we go build this raft or should we spend precious time searching for our friend who we've only known for like three days? Right. I picture Jessica as a ginger, by the way. I don't know if she is, but in my head she is. Is that because you're a ginger? No, I just feel like she is, though. Interesting. I always kind of saw her as a blonde. Maybe she's a dirty blonde. Dirty blonde. Like a strawberry blonde. Okay, yeah. I could get that. Okay. The curly hair, like bow in her hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that's probably not important. So important. Anyway, so our choice is if we head for the workshop to start building the raft, turn to page 57. Yeah. If we look for Jessica in the radio shack up on the boat deck, we turn to page 59. Uh, first of all, little little factual history here, folks. Uh, the architect of the Titanic actually died uh, on that voyage. Like that, That's kind of suck. What a terrible twist of irony there. Um, women and children first. Right. We fit that bill. We do. But I'm not worried about us. I'm thinking Jessica. A, child. B, woman. She checked both boxes. Both boxes. Both boxes checked. I feel like we shouldn't worry too much about Jessica. And, and... She's probably, like, with her family. Right. And, like, rich English family, right? From the beginning, we kind of learned her father was very posh. And, uh, yeah. So, I'm really, really not that worried. Like, she met up with her family. They're all going up on deck. If they're getting the lifeboats ready, I'm, like, 97% sure she's going to be on one of those lifeboats. Right? We also fit the description of child. We do. We are a man, but Mm -hmm. we are a child. I think. A man child, yes. We are a man child. Mm -hmm. Are we going to be like early teens, maybe? Yeah, still child. Yeah, that's it. Probs. Yeah. Like, not old enough, we didn't have to come here with a, you know, we had to have a guardian. Right. Do you think that that's like kind of on the line of who gets to go first or not? Because now I'm thinking, like, if we go after and find Jessica, maybe we can get on the same raft as her. Or... And then we can get married and have kids. Little little ginger babies. Mm-hmm. Little, yeah. little strawberry blonde you know, ginger they, babies. It would be freaking cute, man. Mm-hmm. Her dad seems rich. Yeah. Or, okay, but what if we want to build our own raft? Maybe we can save some other people with us. Oh, well, that's pretty noble. That is pretty noble. <coughs> But if we thought that we were going to build this raft with Jessica, so like two people in an hour. Oh, versus can, just can us. Can one of us finish it in an hour? I don't know. Also, where are we building this raft? Is this raft going to be built in the middle of the, of the Titanic? Because if that's the case, I'm not sure how helpful it's going to be. <laughs> Like, oh, great, I've built this great raft inside the Titanic. How am I going to get it out the effing door, you know? Like, yeah, It's going to float great until the whole ship sinks. I'm assuming the engineer's workshop is on the boat deck or something. 
I would hope so. But I don't feel like it would be. I feel like the engineer's deck would be, like, down below in the bowels of the ship. Like an engineering, like, by the... Yeah. Like, Star Trek style? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Scotty. Scotty's down there. Probably drowned already. <sighs> hey, Captain, I'm giving it all just... <laughs> you know, like... Oh, Jordy. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Jordy! That's totally different. Hmm? Jordy, Scotty, he's totally different. Jordy's I know. totally different than Scotty. They're both, we're both lead engineer. Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> okay, never mind. It's gonna make a, never, okay, no, I'm just gonna stop. Don't gonna make stop fun talking. of blind people. I w you were about to. <laughs> it's not but nice. I stopped. <laughs> I knew it was, a, it was in bad taste, Chad. Don't judge me. I'm so nice. sorry. I know this it's not nice. 2018. Look, I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Hence why I stopped also. <laughs> Besides, he had that sweet visor thing, and it was like yeah. a, a brush over his eyes, or like a comb, or whatever it was. Like it was a like banana a... clip. You remember <laughs> those things that girls used to wear? No, not really. Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. Was, uh, yeah, I know. I got nothing. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, All the girls remember banana clips. I'm glad. Bring them back. I want to know what they are. Don't bring them back. They're awful. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll just look him up then so later. So we it's have made no progress. We really haven't. But we, I feel like we've got some pros and cons here. We, we have. We did a little bit of that. Some solid pro and conning. Uh, however, I don't know. I don't know what's the, what is the better choice here. I, I feel like building a raft is probably a little on the risky side. Mm. One, can we get it done in an hour? To, you know what I mean? Like, is it going to hold up? Right. Are, like, people going to clamor onto our raft and, like, make it break? Overload it? Sink right. it? Right. Because, okay. like, there's going to be a significant number of people just floating in the water trying there's, to stay alive. There's going to be a scramble for life. That's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. But, I mean, is that going to be any different than a lifeboat? Well, yeah, because I, yeah, I think it. They're probably more stable. They're built to be more stable in the water oh, than okay. our, like, yeah, rickety enough. raft fair might enough. be. Fair enough. I guess I really like the idea of trying to build a raft. I don't know if it's a smart decision, but I like the idea of it. Versus, like, what's our other choice? Going to find Jessica? Uh, basically, yeah. Yeah. So, like, that, I mean, I feel like that has just as much of a, of a risk to it. Because is she gonna be in the radio we don't, shop? Yeah, I mean, I am. Yeah, we're assuming. At least here's my thought: if we go to find Jessica in the radio shack, we're at least like as high up as we can go, and right next to the lifeboats. Whether she's there or not, the lifeboats are on the boat deck, which is where the radio shack is. Okay. Versus going down to engineering, building a raft. Yeah, wherever engineering is, we don't even know. That's true. Okay. I'm willing to follow you on this one. Okay. I mean, we did do your... We did. And it was a disaster. And uh, I'm willing to follow your lead here. Let's just, see, let's just do this one. Okay. So we're going to go to the Radio Shack and see if we can find Jessica. Yes. We're going to turn to page 59. All right. I'm not going to lie. I spent most of that time when you were reading trying to remember what the name of the boat that came to rescue them was. Yeah, you can't remember it, can you? No, I'm very close, though. Uh, really? Don't tell me. What letter does it start with? Uh, I think C. 
I will tell you you're right. But that's all I'm and going to tell like you. And I feel like it's something close to like cornucopia or there's something that's there. It's not cornucopia. It's not cornucopia, by the way. but it's, it's, <laughs> it's I'm very I'm getting there. You you are on the right track. I will not deny that. Or like Capernaum uh, or something. Like, nope, anyway. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> so tell me what just happened. Here's what I happened. I have no idea. <laughs> Jessica is not on the boat deck. It's 20 minutes past midnight, and we knock on the radio shack, and we're like, hey, is my friend in here? And the dude's like, nope. And <laughs> we're like, hey, we've hit an iceberg. It's serious. The boat's taking a lot of water. And then the operator's like, Harold, you hear that? The bump was an iceberg. And then Harold appears. And he's like, well, then there's work for us tonight. Might have to head back to Belfast for repairs. So everyone's still oblivious. Gosh, these guys are idiots. And then the captain steps in, right? And he's like, here's the, or like, send the distress signal. Here's our position. And he hands them over a slip of paper. And then we're like, captain, is it serious? It looked bad in the forward cargo hold. And the captain's kind of surprised. He's like, you, you're everywhere, aren't you? And we're like, well, you know, we get around. <laughs> and he's like, yes, it's bad. If you want to help, give a hand with loading lifeboats. Uh, women and children first. But under no circumstance, tell them the ship is sinking. We may have a panic on our hands. Is that understood? And we're like, yes, sir. We got some orders. Let's do something good. Let's help the people, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then immediately, like, the captain leaves, and an officer is struggling up the steep stairs to the bridge with a large metal case in his hands. And he's like, hey, give us a hand up these steps. I'm about to, you know, I'm pooped or whatever. He can't carry this case much farther. But we hesitate. Like, the captain just gave us a direct order to go help with lifeboats. And if this officer needs help, he'd better have something urgent going on. So our choice here is... If we give him a hand and then continue on to the boats, we turn to the next page. Or if we give him a hand and ask what's in the metal case, turn to page 64. I still don't remember what the name of that boat is. Are you ever going to think of it? Yeah. Okay, well that's not important right now. <laughs> the important part is, do we give a shit about what's in those metal cases? I think you do. A little bit. Yeah. But honestly, like, the captain gave us an order. I feel like we should... Yeah, so he told us to help load the boats. Yeah. And I kind of want to get get on one. Well, I mean, if we help load them, I bet we can jump on one. Mm. Jump on it! Jump, jump on, on it. it! Yeah, you know. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> just, yeah, just like that. <laughs> and then we'll be like, on a boat! On a boat! Everybody look, look at, at us because we're standing on a boat. Yeah. I bet we brought our flippy floppies with us. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, so I'm with you a little. Like, I think the noble thing to do would be to go help, like, get people on the lifeboats. I mean, at this point, like, I don't know what could be so important in this case that, like, we're really wanting to know what it is. And it's like the telegraph guy's case. Or something. I don't. I don't like know. Like he wants the telegraph no, guy wants no. us to take this case. No, it's just an officer struggling up the steep stairs to the bridge with a metal case. With a metal case. So like maybe it's important, but look, either way, we're giving him a hand, right? 
and it's either give him a hand and continue on or give him a hand and ask what's inside. And that's our choice. So either way, we're helping him. We just have to decide how important it is for us to know what's inside this case. And I, mean, I mean, if we're going to carry it. You want to know what's inside? <laughs> like, this just seems like casual conversation. Like, oh, hey, yeah, well, in this case, it's super heavy. What's in it? I mean, I guess that's true. Like, oh, my God, you need help. What's going on? What is this? Maybe it's something that'll save our lives. Maybe it's magic. Maybe it's gold. Maybe it's gold ingot from a Rolls Royce that was sinking in the... Okay, how did this officer find that? Like, that's a question for another story. <laughs> like we didn't tighten the plate enough and the oh, gold man. slid out of he the Oh, man. He got pipes. in there before the water rushed in. Okay, you want to ask him? Let's ask him. Let's yeah, go to page 64. Him. Let's go to page 64. Since when did it become our job to, like, save the whole damn Titanic? Uh, apparently now. Because we asked what was in this damn case. God damn it. <clears throat> Son of a monkey's uncle's aunt. Exactly. Cousin twice removed? Yeah, once removed. Once. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fine. Uh, we ask what's in the case. What's in the case? What's in the case? What's in the case? It's no head. It's rockets. So, like, this officer... Yeah, like, signaling rocket. Yeah. He, like, sets up a rocket, and he's like, stand clear, hold your ears. And then he shoots the rocket off, and it goes, ta-doom! And the blinding lights flash into the sky. And we're amazed. We're like, wow, that's better than the 4th of July. And then, uh... <laughs> uh that's <laughs> not what happened. That's what the rockets sound like when they take off. <laughs> Just Great. like that. Great job, Eric. Hey, thanks. I'm really good at making noises. Uh, and then a familiar voice comes from the stairway. Got any colored ones? And we're like, Jessica, come Jessica! here. Jessica. And then she's like, do you know how they make the colors for the rockets? The green ones are made of copper. Uh, we didn't know that. I knew that. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Uh, Pink ones are made from magnesium. Look, shut up, Jessica. We're trying to send signals to help save our lives. And the officer says, like, set the next rocket to fire. Detonators are over there. Be careful. I'm going to signal the ship with the Morse light. Jessica helps us, and she also decodes out loud the message the officer is sending in Morse code. The message is, struck iceberg, lifeboats ready to go. So, uh... We're like, you know, about to shoot off this rocket, and then the captain comes to us, and, uh, oh no, okay, I lied to you. Oh. The captain comes and gives an order, semicolon, the officer turns to you and Jessica. Apologize. I have confused us both here. The officer turns and says, I'm going to a lifeboat, carry on with the rockets, one every five minutes, unquote, text. So the officer goes to the lifeboats. The captain's still on the ship. Because, okay. you know, the captain always goes down with the ship. But anyway, we're like... The captain... So the officer told us to keep the rockets going while he goes and saves his own sorry ass. Exactly. God, what a dick. When it's women and children women first. Women and children first, yeah. you jerk. Yeah. Like, he's going to get on one of those lifeboats uh. anyway. Whatever. And we're like, this is weird. No one in charge of the whole Titanic. Carpathia! You got it! <laughs> High five. Thank RMS you. RMS Carpathia. There it is. 
That was super random, but Chad remembered the name of the boat that rescued those survivors. It was the RMS Carpathia. Wow, I'm really impressed, Chad. That well done. took a while. Well done. It did, but you got there. Cornucopia. Capernaum. Capernaum. Carpathia. Carpathia. Yeah, yeah, finally there. So until getting on the lifeboat so that way the Carpathia could come and save us. Exactly, but you interrupted me. Sorry. Uh, this guy didn't stick with his job. No one on the Titanic seems to have a plan for saving the passengers. And we know that the rocket signals are important, but so is our life. So if we leave sure. with Jessica and let someone else worry about the rockets, we turn to page 74. Like the officer whose job it was? Well, no, because he's already gone. Or if we stick with setting off rockets, turn to page 97. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's not our responsibility to shoot these rockets off. Certainly not. But I kind of feel like we need to. Well, somebody needs to. Somebody needs to. And if we don't, I mean, who will? You know? Yeah, I don't know. And I guess Jessica's there to run the Morse code light. Well, that's true. I mean, that guy didn't leave. Or did he leave? He did it leave. It was the same guy. It was the same guy. It was the same It was guy. the one guy doing both jobs. Well, look. She can run Morse code. We can shoot off rockets. I feel like we kind of got to stay, man. I really don't want... I feel like it almost means a certain... But valiant, but certain death. By freezing cold water drowning. Well. I mean, if it saves... Other lives. I guess. Maybe, I mean, they, maybe we'll catch the like the last life. The Carpathia is so far out, they can't make it to us in time. No, yeah, they're definitely like a couple hours out. Mm-hmm. Best There's case no scenario. Way. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. They don't make it till morning. Did you learn that from the movie? Yeah, I did. Yeah, figured that much. Um,. I think it was like 5 a.m. or something when the Carpathia got there. Yeah, when Jack's like a floating dude cycle on a piece of wood. She had to let him go away before that. Oh. Because some Why of the not? lifeboats turned back to get more people. Mm. Valiant efforts. Yeah, to say, you know, sacrifice one to save the many. Life of the one or the life of the many. I mean, this is what it comes What's down that to. From? I don't know, but it's something. It is something. Yeah, I'm like that's. I was thinking <laughs> like, this is uh, this is from a movie, uh, but yeah, I don't. I can't remember right now. I, I think mean, it's, it's Star Trek. It's probably quite a few. Oh, you might be right, Spock. Spock. Spock yeah. sacrificing himself. To, yeah. I think you're right. I think, I think it's right. a Vulcan thing from Star Trek. Mm. They're honorable. Vulcans are and I don't think it's the life. I think it's like the needs of the mini outweigh, outweigh the, the needs, needs of, of the few of, of the, of the, of the few, few or something. Or yeah. something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, more. Hey, if nothing else on this podcast today, you guys, we have dropped some serious knowledge. So you're welcome. Uh, you're welcome for that. <laughs> number one. Yeah. Uh, number two. I feel like we got. I mean, I don't want to because it seems like. I don't, but we gotta shoot off these rockets. We like got somebody to. has to. Somebody's like got the to. guy who's doing it is chicken. He's and a yellow, pansy ass mofo. Yellow bellied. 
scummy Scum- son of a son of a motherless scoundrel. goat. Yeah. And we're just like, what the French toast? We can't say enough bad things about him. We're like, pickle you, kumquat. Exactly. He's like, who you calling kumquat, you lint liquor? <laughs> you play ball like a girl. <laughs> anyway, okay. Yeah, so we'll we're going to turn to page 97. I think we'll try to think of more non-cursy ways to curse. <laughs> During this short break. Okay, no, let's shoot off the rockets. Okay, y'all. Oh, you guys. We decided to stick with the rockets, right? We did. And we pull the cord that fires the detonator. Kabooey! You know, it shoots off into the night sky. It's exciting to watch. The light spills across the dark sea. And we get no response from the rockets or the morse light that jessica flashes into the night and so we wait and that's all we can do and hope for survival and that's the end i mean i guess we didn't actually die yet no we haven't we we haven't died yet but it does kind of give the impression that we're going to stay here until one or the other happens yeah which, again, is pretty messed up. Like, we're two kids. Right? We're two kids trying right? to save this freaking ship. Right? And apparently no one else really cares. Where are the really grown-ups? I don't, I don't know. Jumping ship, I guess? Chickens. Anyway, the question is, we're running a little long. We are. Do we go back? And just let the... Our our other choice was leave with Jessica and let someone else worry about the rocks. Let's get a little real for a minute. Let's get real. I like it. Let's get real. Uh, The ship beneath us is sinking. Yeah. Rapidly. Rapidly. Whoa. (laughs) That was weird. Jinx. (laughs) You owe me a beer? Okay. Uh, There's one in the fridge. Okay. Cheers. Um, So... There is not many more things we're going to be able to accomplish on this ship. True. We're at a point in the story that kind of, no matter what we do, you know, things are going to end one way or another. Absolutely. Pretty soon. Absolutely. So, I think even if we went back, like, we probably won't go too much longer. So you want to go back? Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, you guys, for our, like, lengthy podcasts. We've been really good at it this year so far. But also, I feel like these books have been super good. And I just don't want to, like, cut it off because of, like, this, like, self-imposed, like, time limit that we feel. Yeah, you know... Like, we need to keep Listen to to us in two sittings. I promise, like... Or whatever. If we ever get to a point where we're recording, like, two-hour-long synopsis of books, like, we'll rethink, maybe we'll cut it back. (laughs) Right. But we're in the middle of a juicy, titanical story here. it's titanic, and it's just, like, one of my favorite things ever, and I just remembered about the Carpathia. And we gotta go back. And I want to see if the Carpathia comes. And we gotta go back. We gotta leave with Jessica, and we gotta see, you know, we gotta let someone else worry about these freaking rockets. 
Because it's not our responsibility now. We're kids. Women yeah. and children first. Women and children first. Yeah. No, I'm with you, Chad. Let's, I mean, we, we got one more life. We got one more respawn. Let's go back. Okay. You know, Chad, for a fleeting moment, I thought we were going to be okay. I thought... We're, we know, we left our rocket station, we got to where the lifeboats were, sure, maybe they had all left, but there's still a chance. Yep. But no, no, we, we waited too long. We, you know what, I'm actually really sad right now. Like, this was a, this is a hard last ending, man. This is this is rough, brother. Well, you know, like the Titanic James Cameron's Titanic was sold as the ultimate love story. But it's a tragedy. It is. Like a thousand over a thousand people died the way we just died in the end of this book. It's not a good end. So, uh, short story, we drowned. Long story. Long story, let me tell you. So, um, we asked the captain to get someone else to fire off the rockets, and we head down the boat deck to, um, the lifeboats, and, and there's, I mean, it's mad chaos, right? If you've seen the movie, just picture the scene where people are trying to, like, clamor onto the lifeboats. If you haven't seen the movie, seriously, go watch it, it's so good. Oh, Okay. Um, anyway, and Jessica's like, I've got to go find my father. I got to find my family. She's like, I have, I, I got, I have to, she's, you know, and so she finds their steward. She's like, where's my dad? And the steward's like, you guys need to get on boats like right now. Like just get on, just get on boats. He's but like, it's too late. And so like we look around and Jessica's like, what do we do? And we look around and... And we see, like the we're last watching the last yeah, lifeboat leave the ship. It's done. And the Titanic at this point is, is clearly doomed. It's going to sink to the bottom of the ocean that is apparent to everyone now. And, and it's very close. Um, like, you know, feet away yeah. from the rail that we're standing next to. And we're moments away from being... Plunged into the ocean. Yeah. Um, and so we're and like... And so we say to Jessica, like, we should... Let's jump for we it. We should jump and swim to these lifeboats. The lifeboats aren't very far away. Like, we should try to swim to them. And to, you know, and be saved. Yeah. And we should... I mean, we should... And Jessica's like, no, I can't. She's like, I don't... I don't know how to swim She's like, well. I'm not a strong swimmer. Yeah. And she's like, let's, let's just wait. And so we, so we do, and we wait, and, um, well, finally she's ready, and then she's ready, and so she's like, okay, she's like, okay, now, and we yell, we yell at her to wait, and we, and we grab at her, and she, she falls into the water alongside the ship, but at this point, like, the ship's going down, and the ship's suction, you know, is just pulling people right, yeah, down with it. It's drawing everybody um, and so, and so it swirls into a whirlpool as the water is like 
ships, you know, the ship sinking. I mean, yeah, the, the water's pouring into the remainder of the ship, right? Right, and Anything so we try to, like... watered yet is going to be submerged. Yeah, and so we, we plunge in after Jessica and, we try and to, try to her. grab her life jacket. We try to get her. And for a moment, we keep her from being sucked through the window, like, back into the sinking ship. Yeah. Um, but then we have to let go of her. And um, and then we're we're sucked in as well. It's too late. And that's the end. And we're both in the Titanic as and it we're drowned to the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. It didn't really hit me on either of the other endings, Chad. But like this is like this is really real. Like, yeah, like, like it's a real thing that actually happened to a lot of people. Other books are fictional. Right. Yeah. And like, so the endings are fun and they're ridiculous and mm-hmm. returning the bees and stupid crap like that. Yeah. This was a real story. It's a real story that actually happened to yeah. a lot of people. That, I mean, like, even just imagining, like, trying to save our new friend from going under and then getting sucked under herself. I don't know, man. That's a, that's a, no, oh, that's tough. It's not the ending I was hoping for. I'll just put it that way. It's not the ending probably a lot of people on that ship were hoping for, you know? That's the truth, man. The unsinkable Titanic sunk to the bottom of the sea and took a lot of people with it. I am, And maybe they couldn't, you know, because of whatever's, but, you know, I'm kind of sad there wasn't, like, you know, we didn't meet the unsinkable Molly Brown or... Right. We couldn't use... You know, uh, like some of the names of the actual people who were on the ship, mm-hmm. you know, and probably, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't have the money or whatever to be able to do that. Right. But anyway, it was, I mean, I enjoyed this book because I enjoy that story. And I think a lot of people are generally really fascinated by agreed that story. And it's just really funny, like. I don't know, both sink a lot, you know what I mean? But this That's one true. has been really just like... Well, they even call it one of the modern catastrophes of the age, right? But even the fact that it was like, you know, what, 106 years ago? Like, mm-hmm. that was a completely different era and a completely different time. But that, like, it's such a time... It, it's, it's a timeless story, right? Like, yeah. it's something that people could still be faced with today... It's just nobody touts their ships as unsinkable anymore, right? It's sure. not this monstrous ship that is the, you know, the streamlined, beautiful ship that's going to sail the world for years to come, right? It's Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, what a modern-day analogy to that. I don't know if there like is might one. be. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the world's largest, most luxurious, like, airliner? Mm. Like... Trans-Pacific mm-hmm. airliner or something like that. Right. That holds five times as many people and has all this crazy stuff. And it's like a cruise ship in the sky. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's first time trying to fly across the Pacific. It, like, right. crashes and kills a bunch of people, I guess. I don't know. It's humbling in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like you just realize that, hey, you know, you can think you're all that. You can think you've built the greatest, biggest, most awesome thing ever. All it takes is a little iceberg. Right. Bring everything down. 
kill a lot of people because you didn't think this was going to happen. You didn't plan ahead. You didn't put enough, you know, lifeboats on that ship, even though you could have. You know, if there were more lifeboats on that ship, that ending would have been very different for us. Yeah, and then everybody gets on lifeboats and everybody's saved. Mm-hmm. The end. Yep. But no, pretty sure we died three times. We did. I can see them. And, uh... One of them was 100% your fault. Okay, well, I will take the blame for that. <laughs> I will not even argue that that was, uh, you know, one of my best decisions uh, out of all of these books. Uh, we, I think we all knew it was a silly choice, but it could have been really Okay, fun. it was a silly choice, but it, it had, you know... It had, had potential. It had adventure. It did have yeah. a little bit of potential. And we didn't die just getting the gold for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we tried to help somebody. We tried to do something. We set off the rockets. And, you know, I mean, I guess that's it. Like, every one of these endings, we, we were doing something to try to help other people. And each one of them, you know, was the end of us. And I guess, like, if that's the way we gotta go, man... I'm not I'm not sad about that. So, you know, go out there. Be there for your fellow people. Help them out when you can. Even if it means you're going down too. If that's the moral of today's book, then, you know, that is that. We drowned three times on the Titanic. What an epic adventure it was. It was terrifying. It was terrifying. And you know what? I wouldn't trade it for the world, pal. Because uh, I think if there was somebody I would, you know, want to die alongside of... It was Jessica. Absolutely. Yeah. We could have made some really great <laughs> babies. We could have made some beautiful babies. She was very agreeable, oh, you guys. Oh, man. She was so agreeable. <laughs> and if that Titanic hadn't sucked us both under the water, things would have been very different. But alas... This is not the way for everyone. You know, we all got a different story to tell and a different life to live. And it was not, it was not in the in the cards or in the stars for us to make babies. So uh, we didn't. We drowned together. All right. Well, it's kind of romantic in a way, you know. Thanks for listening, you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's thanks been another long for... one. Really appreciate you for hanging in there. Thanks to our friends who helped make this podcast happen. Absolutely. And um, as always, I've been Chad. And I've been Eric. And we'll and see to you again. Get together, we've been Cherrick. Cherrick.